Hey y'all, this is Brian Potter and I am a Shelly Spears and welcome to the Space of Grace podcast. This podcast is for everyday people like us, regardless of sex, age, and background. To make room for people to encounter God's grace throughout their lives. So come into our space where we welcome real conversations. Welcome to our Space of Grace podcast. My name is Briya Potter. And I'm Shelly Spears. So welcome, everyone. Today we have a dope segment, Quarantine Style. See, we're on Zoom this time. Um, And it's about Christian dating. And we have the pleasure of talking to um, an amazing gentleman, an amazing woman um, of God to just chime in about their opinions and perspectives and their personal experiences um, with the ups and downs of Christian dating. We're super excited. And so we're going to start off by having our wonderful guests um, introduce themselves and give us some brief background. And then we're going to get into our questions. And this is very chill, like couch conversations, guys. So we're excited to dive deep into all the woes and difficulties of Christian dating and see where we can go with that. So we'll first start off with John. Uh, hey, so I'm John Abarca. I'm the Young Adults Ministry Director at Calvary Assembly of God. Um, trying to think. What else do you want to know? Uh, I, uh, what brings you on today? Why are you interested in talking about Christian dating? Okay. Um, yeah, no, I think this is such a good topic. So I work with young adults. I work with college students, um, but also like young professionals. And I think the the biggest topic of conversation amongst uh, young adults, especially who aren't in a relationship, is dating. And I think that there's a lot of interesting things to go into. So, Awesome. Well, we're so glad to have you on Space of Grace today. And uh, next up, Amani, share with us some more about you, love. And why are you on today to discuss Christian dating? Hi, everyone. I'm Imani Hunter, um, also known as Purposely Transforming. I have a podcast, and I just like to talk about transparent topics that I've been through or seen others go through or just that we all. So I'm kind of here to be a little transparent. Um, I've been in a couple of relationships, and I definitely experienced the Christian journey and all of what comes with it. So uh, I'm excited for this conversation. Well, we are so excited to have you on and appreciate you guys both giving your time. And so I think we're just going to dive on in and start. So Shelly, give us the first question. Yeah. So this question is my personal favorite in the sense of um, one, it's a question that I thought of, but two, um, I hear and heard this quote so many times that um, love isn't complicated. People are. And so I wanted to know everyone's perspective of why do you, first of all, do you even think that Christians make dating difficult? Um, There's parts of me that feels like I think we make it super complicated because people are complicated. But what's your perspective when it comes to Christian dating being difficult? Do you feel like we make it difficult? Do you not? And anyone can chime in. I do think, um, I think dating in general is um, difficult. I think because people are difficult. I think we come with so many experiences and expectations of what it's supposed to be. 
Um, I think the church gives us certain expectations. So I do think it's very difficult to maneuver what your journey is going to look like compared to other people's journey. Um, and uh, so, yeah, definitely. It's difficult. And I don't ask anything wrong with that as long as we learn how to simplify it as we go along. Yeah, I think going off of that, like, I don't know how much more difficult it is than, like, non-Christian dating. Um, but I do think that, like, being a Christian and trying to date definitely comes with its own set of unique challenges or, like, unique uh, issues. I mean, like, you don't know what people's backgrounds are. You don't know what their thoughts are about, like, dating and stuff like that. Um, I've definitely interacted with people who's, like... I come from a very courtship mindset, like one person asks the parent before you date them, like kind of thing. And then people from the other perspective is just kind of like, Hey, you know, like do whatever you want and that kind of stuff. And so, um, yeah, I think that, I think that it can be a little bit more interesting. I think there's just some more like tricky things to play with, especially like in, um, I don't know, like in a church community, especially because I feel like things get around very quickly uh, especially in like a smaller church. So. I think that's good. Shelly, do you want to give your take on how we make Christian dating difficult or if even we as Christians do that? Yeah. So what I wanted to um, kind of bring up is Amani, you mentioned about expectations and John, I think you were hitting about that the church definitely has different expectations. So I wanted uh, to hear from you, girl. Like, what do you feel like Christian expectations are when it comes to dating? Oh, man. So um, I was, um, I grew up in like a church where I wasn't from my personal church. I didn't grow up to be like in purity culture, but just in terms of my journey in Christianity as a young girl, I took like a vow of abstinence very early um, at like age 14. So my view of dating was that it's super marriage focused. So like, I'm just like, where's my husband? Where's my husband? Where's my husband? Where's my husband? Like, so I think it became very difficult because we're young um, men. Young men are not marriage focused. I'm sorry. Not all young men are (laughs) marriage focused. I definitely don't want to do any absolutes tonight. Um, But from my experience, that's what made it difficult is me learning what dating looks like as a Christian and how dating isn't always going to end in marriage. And I think that's what the most difficult thing is in terms of our expectation is that I meet this guy, I do everything right, and we get married. And then... No, that's not how it happens. So I think that's been the expectation is that one is going to lead to marriage. And I think the, another expectation is that um, sometimes I think married people aren't as transparent about what dating was like for them. And so they have this expectation that is that it's like, it's really simple. Did you go on a date? Did you get to know them? They get married. Like, I think sometimes there's this pressure to go towards marriage instead of making sure people are compatible or just are people praying and making sure they're being led with the people they decide to move forward with in life. So I think it's kind of like, depending on, you know, your surroundings and who you've been raised around, uh, where either dating is something that is encouraged or it's kind of like the first person you meet, you need to make sure you marry them. And it's kind of just, that's what becomes difficult for me and my experience. How about you, John? How would you say your experience has been like, you know, being in the church 
and what have you seen or you felt you've been through yourself? Yeah. Um, so I think that it's definitely changes have gotten older. So like as like a high school or like early college kid, you know, I think there's a lot more of that idea and mentality of like, all right, I'm dating to get married, but like also like in a sense of like, if this doesn't end in marriage, then like I did something wrong kind of thing. Or like it was, you know, it's like really messed up. Um, you know, and part of that is just like the naivety of being like a, you know, a 16 year old, like, Oh, I'm going to find the girl. It's going to be perfect. But I think like, especially in like Christian colleges, like I went to a small, like private Christian school. And I mean, the whole idea of like ring by spring is like very, very real. And like, that's wild. And that's crazy to kind of have that expectation of like, all right, we've been dating for three months and I'm a senior, like, where is this going? Like, that's a lot to put on a, you know, like on a new relationship and a new dating relationship. And so I think post-college, I've seen it slow down a bit. I think I've still seen like pieces of that, like with some girls um, in the Christian world, but I've also seen like um, where with other girls, like it's kind of like, hey, you know, we're, we're going out to get to know each other. Like there isn't that pressure that there used to be um so I've actually kind of like appreciated that and so I think now it's just a little bit more of like what the, the confusion comes around like what constitutes a date like who is it okay to ask out on a date like um you know throw in like my actual like position at work definitely makes it a little bit more complicated but like um trying to date at my church is something that I like kind of avoid now but like yeah it's um you know you just never know I think that there's still a lot of like for the guy is like if a girl you know like and you go on a date like all the guys are gonna know and I think if like you and a girl go out like you know that all the girls are gonna know and like it is what it is but kind of happens like that yeah and I I can I really agree with both of you guys um in the sense of I feel like we have been raised to just like be so marriage focused first person you meet like has to be the one and have to make it work and after three months are we gonna get married now like and i feel like the issue is we have just lost the touch of just having fun in the sense of, obviously with boundaries and living holy and righteous but fun in the sense of taking off the expectation and just getting to know the person for who they are um, and as you do that, you will get to see the qualities, obviously, of whether or not it's somebody you want to see yourself continuing to pursue. But I feel like we focus so much on do they have to be the husband or the wife? Um, this is not for everyone, but I feel like that's an overwhelming, you know, focus. And we just need to just enjoy getting to know people and enjoying our youth and going out for coffee dates and just having conversations and hearing each other's hearts and seeing if we have interest in the person before we even think about, are they a husband or a wife? So that's my own take on, I think, how we often, you know, just make it so much more difficult than it has to be. Um, how about you, Shelly? We can go on to the next question too. Yeah, so kind of um, taking that. So, all right, so now you're dating in the sense of, all right, you found this guy, you found this girl. Okay, now we're getting to know each other for who we are, but how fast is too fast, but how slow is too slow? Is there an in-between really? Um, I feel like from what I've learned now, especially 
transforming my mind from the whole marriage focus that I was in. Um, now I think the pace has a lot to do with intentions. So as long as you're communicating intentions, I don't think time becomes a big issue for me, rather how fast we're moving or how slow. I think I just need to make sure we're communicating intentions. And I think that sometimes along the way of saying, let's not rush, we lose intentionality in what we're actually doing. So for me, um, I don't think there's a such thing as too fast necessarily or too slow, unless it's like too fast because you guys are super marriage focused and super pressured into that um I don't think and I do think of course there's a too slow like I say when you kind of lose sight of intentionality and you're just having a little too much fun and no direction um I hope that answered the question (laughs) no that's good that's good and John I want to add your thoughts yeah sure um no I would pretty much agree uh with what was just said like I think it kind of depends you know couple per couple right but like i think as long as both people are being like intentional you know like as long as there's an uh, a communicated expectation or not like expectation but just like communicated understanding i guess um then if you want to move fast and like go for it and if you want to move slow like i mean like i've heard stories of people who like have wonderful marriages right now and they knew within like it was like two months or something like that. that They're going to get married. I'm like, that's dope for you. Like, I don't know if that's everyone's story, but like, if it works, it works. But also I know some people who took a lot longer than that and that's cool too. So. No, thanks for that. Um, kind of thinking about this. Um, I know that some people have this like mentality of, Oh, I need to keep my business private, my business to myself. And I've heard different, like, dating sermons spoken by some great pastors and some people feel like you shouldn't even tell um people about your your partner until at at that point unless you're engaged like now you know who it is so let me introduce you to the world um and then some people either tell you everything about this person you met them for five seconds um on the other extreme and then it doesn't work out and then now you're now it's awkward now it's embarrassing so like what are your guys' thoughts on like okay what's what's too private how private do you need to be when it comes to dating is that even a thing what are your thoughts yeah I'll, i'll jump in first on this one um I feel like, I mean, if I go out on a date, some of my friends are going to know, like, right away. Sometimes I'll give it, like, a date or two just to see, like, okay. Like, if I don't know the person at all, then, like, I might wait just to see, like, okay, is it, like, a good time or or not? But, um, I mean, I want whoever I'm dating to, like, meet my friends. I want to see, like, how that goes. Like, my friends are important. Um, you know, I think that's a good thing to see. And I want to meet, like, the people that they're around, too, so um I guess not like too private but I think it's cool to like give it a little bit of time like make sure that maybe you want to go on like date number four before you like make that make the introductions and stuff like that but I don't know if it's got to be like numbered either so um I think for me personally um where I am now I used to when I was younger definitely like my high school dude and you know early college dude I was posting pictures and all that 
And um, no, at this point in my life, uh, it probably wouldn't be until I know it's very serious as in like close to engagement. But I like what John was saying. Like, it's not a secret, though. I don't think anyone out here should be a secret. Um, That's a red flag, in my opinion. But private to like social media, who is social media? Like, I mean, let's be honest, like social media should be for ministry purposes for many of us or for business purposes. But like, I don't even put a lot of my personal life on social media now. So even a new person coming to date me shouldn't feel weird that I wouldn't want to post them. So I think you would have to observe who this person already is, you know, to know if it's weird. But I think overall, there's nothing wrong with keeping things private because what is it to really share yet? You know, I mean, with friends and everything, there is always something to share. Like, girl, he cute. Like, that's something to share with your friends. But like, I ain't gonna put that on social media. So I love what John right. said. Like, he's basically saying like, there's no secret here, but let's not rush, you know, for the whole world to know. <laughs> I want to jump in. I didn't even think of like social media. Like, that's such a funny thing to like, <laughs> that like, that's a reality like now. But I would definitely agree with you. I don't think like social media, I mean, like, I see people posting pictures with different people, like, every other month about how it's in love of their life. And I'm like, oh, like, that's a lot of love of your life for, like, one year. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be super judgmental, but, like, you know, I try to, I think with that, I do try to, um, you know, give it some time beforehand. Um, so I just want to agree with that, but it's funny. No, I think that's really good, guys. Great thoughts on that because we are 21st century, everything on social media, What? but we have to post everything. And I think it's being careful and cautious and making sure like you're in it with this person and you're serious about this person for you just like kind of tell the entire world because if it goes to shambles, well, well, now everybody has to follow that. And so I think it's just up to everybody's discretion, but I love the thoughts that you guys brought to the table. This is personally my favorite uh, question. Um, it's crazy because John, you brought this question up, but I also had it back in my mind. So your thoughts guys on the chase and the man's role in the pursuit, but I'll also throw in what's the woman's role in responding to this pursuit. So what are your thoughts on the man's role in the pursuit of dating and sharing interest and how should the woman's respond? So I'm going to throw that out there. Whoever wants to start, go for it. I feel like I'm going to have been super quick, but I just feel like sometimes I feel like women, we tend to keep things secret. Maybe I won't generalize. If Imani's not doing absolutes, I won't generalize. <laughs> so uh, I think at times <laughs> um, there are just times I feel like women, we can just be, I don't know. We have this like expectation that like, if I do nothing, say nothing and just be here, he will know I am the one and he's just going to find me and it's going to be amazing. And then I'm just like, as a therapist, I'm just like, yeah, boy, but people are just so unique. People are not my readers. Um, some guys don't, they don't know that they like you. They don't even know you got an interest, um, or vice versa. I feel like at least I'm speaking to the women, like, you gotta be a little open, not too open now, but like a little, like give an inkling. I think it's okay to give a little quick wink, a smile or something, some type of invitation that the guy is like, oh, I think she's available for a conversation. I, I think I'm going to, I think I can walk up to her or something, some inkling um, that that you are ready to be found, <laughs> so to speak. 
um, and not just, I feel like, looking and then hiding back in the coat closet. Um, that's just me. That's just my take. <laughs> and I will personally share my take, y'all, but I'll wait until John Amani go because I got some hot thoughts. So I'll just... Uh <laughs> Michelle, <laughs> you're, you're killing me right now. Um, glad it's on mute. I would just be laughing the whole time. Um, no, yeah, I think, like, what you said was really good in the sense of, I mean, it's nice if a girl, you know, like, sends a smile your way or, like, if you initiate, like, a conversation, like, well, at least, like, initiate back a little bit or, like, you know, the, the occasional, like, hand on the arm or something like that. Those are all nice, you know, like, little signals and stuff. But I do think, like, guys, like, um, I don't know, like, you know, I like feels old fashioned, right? And, you know, like I got, I got raised by a dad from Mexican culture and like, that's very, you know, guy, you know, center or whatnot. But, um, like, I do think guys are supposed to like show up and like ask a girl out or like initiate sometimes. And I know for me, like, that's, you know, that's fun. Like if, if, uh, if I want to go after a girl, I mean, like, I'm going to try to say what's up or I'm going to try to have a conversation or, you know, like put some feelers out there because, I think that if, and this is just my opinion, right? So like not representing all of mankind or anything, but for me, like if a girl is making it like too easy, which I show you kind of like were, were alluding to for a second, but like if a girl's making it like too, too easy, then I actually almost kind of have some like, does she know her worth? Like, does she know like how awesome she actually is? Um, you know, and, and I've had like times where like girls have asked me out and like for, those times that it's happened it's usually like i see like where a girl goes after that happens and like it's usually not, not um not in the best spot like of her life sorry about that um not in the best spot of her life and so like i think for me i kind of go by like all right it's the guy's job to kind of like start show up like initiate things but then like when girls can give you a little bit of a door opening or at least say like hey i'm here you know what's up it's definitely definitely helpful um you know, and not just like what you were saying, like going hide in a closet. Like I'm not gonna be able to like find you if you go hide in the closet. I'm gonna assume you're not interested. So, um, so I I have a very close relationship with my father. So he kind of created a bias response for me. My dad always said like if a girl strikes a man's interest, like there doesn't matter how shy he is or whatever, he's going to make it obvious or do something to try to get this girl's attention. So to me, I do believe in allowing a man to pursue me. And I do understand that I've been that girl. Like, I will not, I will, I won't budge. Like, I will probably, I mean, I go places though, and I'm, and I'm, I'm an introvert, but I love a deep conversation. So I've definitely caught a conversation with a guy and stuff like that. But I don't shoot my shot. I'm not going to, unless you want to call liking a picture or, you know, maybe looking at you from across the room. That's as far as I can get. But, and it's just because I feel like if I'm seeing you, you see me. And if you ain't walk up to me, then chances are I just might not have, you know, been that girl that got your attention. And I think um, on both sides, you have to learn to be okay with that. Like, you may not be pursued by that guy, but be patient for the guy that wants to pursue you and make sure you then, you know, communicate back that there's a mutual interest or that you're okay with him, you know, asking for a date or having a, a deeper conversation. I think with women, 
it's also about it's just about our response. I think you know I think I do agree too. We we should be more forward with you know kind of making attraction obvious and things like that or interest obvious. But I also think making sure we respond well, like clearly communicate, because guys are very literal. And so if you're a little too, you know, uh, I don't want to say shady about it. I don't know what the word would be, but like when the lines are just too blurred to where he can't tell, he's probably not going to know what to do. And it just gets really awkward. Um, So I think women need to learn how to respond better. Like just respond. If you realize he's, you know, shooting his shot in some way, respond. Just respond in some way. Respond. Like, <laughs> oh, I love you guys' thoughts. Um, this one is big for me because I feel like not every uh, man, but a lot of men, even the Christian community, I just feel you need more bold and like go for the woman you want. Like, go for her. Don't wait around and lally dag and you don't need me to be touching on your arm all the time. Like, you want me? Come get me. And like, and then it's my job to respond. And like, yeah, we can be cute, like flurry, you know, but like, how, how are we going to stay in there? Like, make a move. I feel like a lot of guys and everyone really struggles with fear of rejection. But I really, I'm going to, I'm old school. Like, I'm just, the man's role is to pursue and my role is to respond. So I don't care how scared you is to get rejected. If you want me, then make it known. And I think that's just something that's lacking. There's a lot of passivity, I believe, in the Christian faith with men. And now here we have women feeling the need to be forward and let the man know first that she's interested. And nah, fam, because if I'm letting you, if I have to let you know I'm interested, I probably got to keep you interested the entire relationship. And I ain't got time for that. So I just think it's important that we don't get into that habit, ladies, (laughs) of because a man's passive, trying to step up and play a man's role. Play your role. Respond. And that's it. Don't you go asking no man out. I don't agree. I just, there's some people like, well, why can't a woman go? Nah, that is just, it's not attractive. Like a man, if he wants you, he'll let you know, period. I don't care how scared he is. My dad told me he was shaking in his boots when he saw my mom, but he wanted my mama. So he shook in his boots and he went over there and he talked to her and here they are married for over 26 years. So like, Get your woman, y'all. Get your woman and ladies' response to man if you're interested. If you're not, be honest. So that's the thing also I feel that women are struggling with is honesty and leading a man on out of fear of hurting their feelings. Don't do that. If you're not interested, share that kindly and with honesty. Honesty is the best policy. So if you're not feeling them, don't respond in that capacity then. Just let them know, hey, I don't, I don't see us in that way, you know, and be friends or whatever do you think. But be honest with the man too. So I think we both have parts to play. So that's my take. I love that question. <laughs> Shelly, I'll pass it over back to you and we can uh, go to our next one. A question that I wanted to, um, <laughs> to end with, this one makes me laugh. What are your thoughts on being single when all your friends are cuffed? So at this point, it's just, I wanted to close it out, wrapping up with basically, if, if you are just in this boat, if you are in the single boat <laughs> um, or even in the beginning stages of dating boat, um, what do you do? <laughs> what, how, how do you maneuver through um, the waters of everyone is taken, but you, I have my thoughts, but I'll let y'all answer. 
Okay, well, I thought John was kind of like quiet. I guess he wants to answer. Um, um, for me, I I've been a girl in a relationship with like some friends who were single. Um, and I think you just have to make sure that you're communicating to your friend in a relationship that you still need time with them, right? Because I think what does happen is you can just feel like you don't have anyone anymore, you know? And I'm so, and, I, and so I think you have to communicate that, you know, can we still spend some time? You know, don't allow your friend to get too consumed in that relationship that they lose sight of the friendship because friendships are forever and that situation might not be forever. Um, so yeah, I would say um, on both sides, just communicate what expectations you still have for your friendship, like, and be okay with communicating that while also not, you know, feeling like you're invading the relationship. Um, but your friendship still matters. Um, and then I would say, um, take that time to date yourself. And I know single people hate hearing it, but I had to learn like what that really was like. And I loved it. Dating myself is beautiful. Of course, you're going to have moments where you're just like, yeah, this is getting old. I'm alone. But at the same time, it's so healthy for you to stay in tune with yourself. And that way, to be honest, jealousy won't creep in um, and envy won't creep in because you're spending time with yourself and you're staying self-aware so that those things don't even happen. So for me, that's what I would say. Um, is communicate expectations with your friends. Don't allow your friendships to get lost because they're in relationship. So sorry, I had to mute. Yeah, no. Um, I think for me, the way I think about it is like I want to be someone who's like championing like other people's relationships while I'm single. Like, um, you know, like I care about my friends. Like, I want them to be happy. I want them to enjoy it. Um, I think the the thing that I'm learning is like it is okay to also say to my friends like, Hey, like I need, I need someone to chill with too right now because like being single does suck sometimes. Like it does suck to be lonely. Um, I was talking with like one of my friends and we were talking about how like we both had like a really bad day and you know, he was like, yeah. And I got to like go home and like hang out with my wife and like that actually like kind of like turned around. I was like, bro, like that's awesome. And then I was like, ah, and I didn't have that. Like <laughs> that sucks, you know? And it, and it stinks. But then also like realizing like, I can also go to my friend though and say like, Hey man, like, do you want to chill sometime and trusting that they're going to say, you know, no, I got places to be here. Like I need some time with like my wife or, you know, whatever. But like, um, you know, just advocating for yourself a little bit. Like, I like what, um, Amon was saying about that. And I think that too, <clears throat> working on myself in the sense of, I think it's really easy to kind of like, think about and like dream about what is my future wife going to look like or like what's the girl that I'm dating going to look like but I'm like am I the man that she deserves yet or like do I still got some work to do sometimes and so that's something that I try to focus on is like how can I be right so that like when she comes along you know like whoever she is like I'm ready for her and I'm able to like you know live out the life God has for me but also help her live out the life God has for her I want to focus on also being like the man that my future wife wants, you know, and not just wants, but like deserves. And so I think for me, um, I think that for me, what that looks like is instead of taking time to say like, what does, what is she going to look like? Like, what do I want out of her? Like, I try to think to myself, like, where are the areas I need to grow? What do I need to improve in? And like, how can I be ready um, to help her become all of who God made her to be? And I think a lot of times I talk with friends or like students and, you know, we, we talk about relationships and they're like, Oh, I want a girl who does this, this and that. And 
then I ask them like, okay, but like, what are you going to do for them? And that's where they kind of like stutter a little bit sometimes. And I've caught myself in that. So that's where, that's where I try to go with also like making the most out of this time of being single. Um, Cause it is a, it is a rare kind of like treat too. like, you have so much more time than you really ever will while you're single and you might as well make the most of it. That's so good. Thank you for sharing, you know, your last thoughts on that question, John. Um, so now that we are finally closing up, uh, we'd love to kind of open the floor for you, John Namani, to share any last thoughts, um, perspectives, and even throw out a question or two, um, in regards to this topic of Christian dating and what that looks like. All right. I'll, uh, I'll jump in with a question really quick. I always think that, uh, hearing people's answers to this is very fascinating, but, um, one of the biggest things, so I kind of like talked about this a little bit, but like in Christian world, you know, you ask someone out and whether they say yes or whether they say no, you know, it's probably going to get, you know, brought around a little bit. And so what happens, like you ask out one girl, she says no, or maybe you go out on a few dates or maybe you go out for a bit and it doesn't work out. And then time passes. And then you see someone else who's friends with that girl. And you're like, oh, like it didn't work out with this person, but maybe it'll work out with this person. Like, I'm going to go try to ask her out. Is that a, is that a no go? Is that uh is that a, let's, you know, try to see what God has. I mean, what, you know, what are you guys thoughts on someone asks out one of your friends after a, after a no fly? I'm going to let y'all take this and I'll answer last. <laughs> um, I think on the guy, hey, do what you want, dude. I think that comes down to the loyalty between the friends. I don't. I think that's a guy thing. I don't think guys have the same kind of code that women have, and because I, I know a lot of guys who are kind of just like, I mean, yeah, they're friends, but like, so I don't think men have that inner rule. Um, but for me, with my female friends, one, I think God, we don't even like the same type of guys. Um, and but number two, I just think it's one of those things where I guess it would have a lot to do with how I felt about that guy before you decide what to do. But I would just say the general rule of thumb is kind of like, I don't want your seconds. Like pretty much like I'm going to feel like I was second. Like it didn't work out with my friend. I'm second. No, it's okay. Like I'm okay. So I don't know. I think how much time has gone by where we like in elementary school or where we adults, like I think that plays a role in it. But I think in this adult life, I don't want anybody second. So <laughs> that's my two cents on that. <laughs> yeah, that, ooh, John, <laughs> that is like so dicey. I, I'm definitely with Imani, like, <laughs> I've had that happen to me um, where my, one of my girlfriends went with the guy I dated, it was my ex. And she asked me after they were already in relationship if it was okay. Like she pulled me aside in church and was like, is that, is, is it cool? Are you okay? Now, granted, fast forward till today, we are in our own relationships. He's married. We're all doing great. And he's not even with her. She's married with somebody else. <laughs> but like initially, it was just one of those like, oh, did you always feel that way? <laughs> um, I feel like it just brings like a lot of questions. Like Amani was saying, I feel like, I don't know, we, some girls have, uh, we got a different code going on. And then on the flip side, I've seen it happen with guy friends. Um, actually a little bit with the man I'm dating now, I went, I wasn't in any relationship with one of his friends. We just went on, like we went to a movies and went somewhere else and that was it. 
we both ended on mutual terms. It was like, I think we just like being friends with each other more than anything else. Like, I just, we don't want to see each other past that. And like, I think maybe like six months, eight months later, the guy I'm with, <laughs> he asked his friend, was like, wow, she's beautiful. Can I shoot my shot, basically? And they were so cool about it. He was like, yeah, I'm actually going to talk to actually one of my other friends. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just it was just interesting um like they didn't have a problem and then I remember like what happened to me years ago in church where I was like I wasn't torn but I was just like oh interesting <laughs> so I don't know I I it might be I think maybe like a, a gender bias going on I do agree with Monty I think after a while you kind of feel like dude why why are you going in my friend group (laughs) I know we got the gold but you ain't got to keep getting in this pot (laughs) um yeah I don't know yeah I I can't say I 100% feel it (laughs) yeah Mm -mm. I don't know. What do you think, Brad? (laughs) What I think. (laughs) Okay, guys. So I think I I feel like it's a girl thing for me. Like I can't talk about all girls, but we most likely have a girl code. And this is just we as women have a girl code. Like if I like someone and you go over there and talk to that person, we got problems. You ain't a friend. You got to go. So I'm big on loyalty and I'm big on the girl code. Like, don't be looking at the guy that I have interest in or might have dated or talked with because, like, you're fake. Like, were you really my friend? Like, why are you interested in him? You can, there's a, a thousand other men out there. Go get you somebody else. So <laughs> I personally, as a woman, if my female friend did that to me, she would no longer be Brian Potter's friend. But, like, I know men are a little more chill and relaxed with that bro code. Like, if there's mutual respect, like, yeah, I like that girl. Like, I know you used to talk to her, but, like, you cool with me being with her. If y'all good and you vibing, y'all, y'all, you guys are cool, fine. Go for it. Shoot your shot. But when it comes to bride pot and the females over here, don't be shooting your shot or we ain't friends because that's not loyal. <laughs> and, like, did you like him the entire time? I don't know. I just am so, that's like my, where my loyalty lies. I just, cause I personally won't do it. Like, even I'm like kind of feeling the person, if my friend used to date them or was interested in them, I just feel like that's just so phony. Like I was phony with it. So I personally wouldn't even like pursue that guy, even if I had interest. Um, that's my own personal take though. There's many more perspectives. And so, yeah, um, that's my thoughts, John. <laughs> I think it's case by case, John. Case by case, John. I don't know what friend group you're looking at, but it might be case by case. No, I, I always find it like interesting just to hear people's like answers to that question because I think like you, you know, what you guys are saying, like for guys, maybe it is a little bit different for us, and maybe it's because like we have, you know, like we have to be the initiators. So like in my mind, I'm just like, all right, I try to ask out a girl or like we go on some dates or like even like we dated for a bit and it doesn't work it doesn't mean that i should then deprive like it's funny like you say loyalty and it's like i'm loyal to this person that like got out of the relationship to me i'm like okay am i gonna be loyal to my friend and like maybe this is gonna be a really great relationship for him like 
I want to encourage that as opposed to like, you know, try to deprive that because like, I feel some kind of way is how like, I think I think about it, how I've talked with friends, like I've had it happen where like, I liked someone or even like, I was like with someone for a minute. And then like, that didn't work out. But then seeing, you know, them get with like one of my friends, and it was actually super healthy and super wonderful. I was just like, this is awesome. Let's go. And I have a choice. Like, do I want to be loyal to my friend or like be loyal to my feelings is how I think how I process it. And it probably like, does feel different, though, if you're the one who's like, waiting to get asked out. And you know, like, I hear what you're saying, too, on the seconds piece of like, okay, you asked out her. And now you're going to come ask me out like what, you know, like what's up with that? Like, am I just, you know, less than, and so that's not cool either. But so I think it's, I think it's different perspectives. I just always want to learn more about people's thoughts on that. So. Good question, John. I like it. No, it's good. It's good. I like that one. Um, Imani, are there any last questions, thoughts, perspectives that you may have? Yeah, I was actually going to kind of add to that and just end it with like, that's why it's important to be friend focused, though, when dating, especially early on, because I think if we approached it more like, all right, it's not that serious yet. It's not that serious yet. Then I think maneuvering through things like John is saying maybe may become easier. I won't say women's mind will change because, like I said, I think it's just that cold. And uh, so but but I do think in terms of dealing with rejection, which I think both parties, men and women have a hard time dealing with the process of being rejected and I'm learning as I as I'm you know getting older and dating more it's just if we if we focus more on this being a friendship where we were just trying to see you know how things could go then I think when we hear a no or I'm no longer interested we won't take it so personal like it is personal don't get me wrong but it's literally life. It's just like some people are going to click and some people you think you're going to click with in a certain way and you don't. So I think that that's my two cents out there, especially for the ladies, because I know that we don't like to reject men, but it's kind of just like, yo, he didn't necessarily guarantee he was going to be your husband and you didn't guarantee that you were going to be his wife. And it's not that deep. And I think if we approach it that way, we can maneuver better through Christian dating. Cause I think, that's the biggest thing is that is switching from the marriage focus to friend focus with the intentions of still wanting to be married. Like it's okay to still want to be married, but don't go into it thinking this is an arranged marriage, Like, <laughs> which I think is how we approach it at times. So that's my two cents. Um, also insecurities, deal with your insecurities so they don't keep you from dating and so that they don't lead you in dating. That's my two cents. Ooh, Imani, your two cents. Yes, we'll make it $2, girl. <laughs> we'll up the value on that. I love I love that. I think that's really, really important. And even when John was like talking more, I was thinking of the fact that like, you know, and I think sometimes women, we get a little bit more emotionally attached um, and we don't keep it as light because like you said, we either are coming in there saying, I thought you were the one, but you weren't. <laughs> so it does come with more... Um, I feel like heavier strings <laughs> attached than something lighter in the sense of, oh, well, we thought about it. We tried, didn't work. Maybe it can work, you know, with someone else. I feel like if we all have that mentality, <laughs> we all might be in different places um, or just might have, you know, could take a, a deeper breath. <laughs> it'd be okay um and I really like what you said about the insecurities I think they're big I think you know we all have our own 
and they all will appear in some way. And being in a relationship, um, I just feel like they, it just gets amplified. They are literally just reflecting what they see about you. And so when those things aren't dealt with, healed well, or, or communicated, um, things get really toxic. I think that's where like the toxicity may come from or just issues um, arise. But I think this was like a great discussion, y'all. Uh, thanks so much for your, your thoughts, <laughs> your opinions, your perspective. Um, I think, you know, we could talk for hours about this, but it was great <laughs> because dating can honestly, because we're people, we're human, we're imperfect. It can get complicated because we, our humans are complicated. Yes. Thank you so much, John and Amani, for adding your thoughts and perspectives on Christian Days. This is dope. I think we really got to dive deep into a lot of different, you know, thoughts and problems that we face right now in the dating scene. Um, and we have to continue this conversation. I think this is dope. So thanks again for hopping on to Space of Grace and look forward to hearing the thoughts of our listeners to all of our uh, discussion and conversation today. So thanks so much, guys. We hope that you enjoyed that episode and will continue to make room and space for grace. Make sure to subscribe on all major podcasting platforms. You can connect with us by going to our Milkshake account at msha.ke slash space of grace podcast, where you'll find our Instagram, Facebook, website, and ways to listen to Space of Grace. Don't forget to tune in every Monday. It's going to be dope.